and welcome to episode 103 of the True Chips podcast. I did think earlier, do we need to do numbers anymore? Do we even care about numbers? Then I remembered. That's all we care about is numbers. So it would be stupid not to do the numbers. So we are on episode 103. Welcome. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. I was away for a bit. But I'm back today. I'm with Dave. Hello. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm very well. Friday's Excellent. here. Busy week, but weekend. <laughs> Yes, got that Friday feeling, and Jack is here too. Hey, how's it going? Very well, although I'm just back from the gym and I got thigh cramp. <laughs> thigh while, cramp? While doing exercises. Yeah, I normally get like calf cramp, which I'm quite used to dealing with. I just sort of yeah. hop around <laughs> screaming like a small child and trying to flatten my foot against the floor. But uh, thigh cramp is much harder to deal with. There's nothing. It's hard to press against anything, so I just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Cried. Cried for a bit. <laughs> so yes, don't do exercise, kids. It's really bad for you. Process. <laughs> <laughs> so GTASC has started. Um, Jack and I are in a team. We nearly got knocked out on day one. Thought we were safe. Yep. yep. Um, I had to desperately unlock some achievements in a danger zone. Which doesn't have the theme tune from uh, Top Gun on it, which is really disappointing because you feel like you should do. They missed a trick. Definitely missed a trick there. Uh, but that's like Burnout Crash thing. We um, streamed it a while ago. If you want some quick and easy gamer score, this, it's pretty fun too. I recommend it. I've probably got, I think I've got 600 TA in it in about half an hour, 45 minutes. So that'll get you out of a hole. Um, it's also relative, I think it's relatively easy to complete. Um, you just need to plug away at the different challenges. So it's, it's just like Burnout Crash. In fact, I think I'm assuming it's made by certain the same people because otherwise they'd be suing. It is literally. Uh, I don't don't think it is, isn't it? Uh, no, they I think it's suing. a different different development. But okay, I suppose uh, Burnout wasn't just the crash, though, was it? It was. Well, no, the but Burnout Crash was. Around that. They did release an arcade that, title. Uh, that was kind of top down, though, wasn't it? Micro Machinesy. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, all right, maybe they've got to get away with it through slightly <laughs> different things. So I got eight achievements in, in a relatively short time. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins still. This game is long. It's too long, <laughs> by my reckoning. I'm up to level 31, Dave. Okay. So um, I'm now at the point where... So it's, it's the way it works, if you haven't played it yet. It's like you can continue story missions, but only when you get to a certain level of your character. Yeah, yeah. So you'll, you'll plug away and you'll do some story missions, do some story missions, get an achievement after like three story missions in a row. And then you won't be powerful enough to carry on the story, so you have to go and do a load of side missions. And at the moment, it's taken me around about three side missions to level up one level. So will it actually let you attempt the main mission before you hit the level? You can do, but you're just going to get smashed. You're just going to get mullered. Okay. I found like if you were within like two levels, you would normally all right. Oh, okay, interesting. Even on the story ones, because the story ones seem a bit harder. The the only time I encountered that was the uh, I, th- I can't remember if it was or I thought it was because it's you kind of get like a false ending. Oh, uh, spoilers! And there was, there was a bit where I had to go and fight one person, and I, I tried that, and he was surrounded by these big heavy guards who were like three or four levels above me, and I just kept getting smashed until I found a way to sneak in. They managed to do it, but I I kind of found that I was normally within a couple of levels all the way through. Okay, and it goes up. To, is it level forty that your character can get to? 
I'm, I have not reached it, so I'm not sure. I've seen people saying you need to be 40 or above. Oh, you haven't I think. finished the story? I finished the story, but I didn't get to it. Oh, okay. The, what level, do you know what level the, the main story ends on? I think the fight, or oh, the guy who I, I can remember fighting a guy was 35. Oh, okay. So I'm not that far away then. Yeah, I reckon. What what part are you actually up to then in the story? I just uh, just come back to Cleopatra. Right. Coming at you. <laughs> one, for, one for the 90s children out there. <laughs> um and she's quite cool, and I've just killed some bloke and protected her. Um, so it's like I think there's two, there's two big bad enemies on that sort of enemy map thing. Okay, so I think I think you've still got probably a little way to go. So if you, yeah, I think I've got three story related achievements left to pop. If you still, if you're within a couple of levels, I'd attempt it. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm I'm quite excited to get to the end because it, I get I get this stage every time, especially in Ubisoft games, where I I think if I finish the story, I've actually done probably 70% of the achievements and some of the, the probably 20% of the final 30% are stuff you can just set up and do like there's one for taming a lion now I've got the stat skill there's a few other ones that I reckon you can just set up like for burning people with arrows and stuff um, and then there's a couple that are the real collectible ones yeah um, but I think if I because I'm probably going to need to get some of those little easy side mission-y ones before the next, before I actually finish the main story. So by the time I finish the story, I'm probably only going to have like five or six left. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I might go for it. This could be a completion. This could be your first 1,000G of the year. Of the year, yeah. One of yeah. one to go for. But yeah, I mean, one of them is finish all the locations, which is going to take forever because there's just so many of them. Yeah. Um, but you get into a... Once you're, once you're leveled up enough, it's not difficult, is it? It's just no. plodding around the map, trying finding them all. Yeah. So I might go for that. Um, Feral Fury. This was on sale. Uh, probably still on sale for £2. I, I find it difficult to resist a game that's £2. And then it, I looked at the genres and it said... Um, well, first of all, it said roguelike. And I was like, oh, I'm not getting that. And then it said twin stick shooter. And I was like, oh, maybe I am. <laughs> roguelike twin so stick for £2, I got it. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's one of those games... Well, it's roguelike. You know what that means. You have to play it a million times, the same thing a million times, and you get a little bit of extra coinage each time, and then you can buy upgrades to get a bit further. Buy upgrades to get a bit further. So I've popped six achievements for 85 Gs, but it's one of those games. I think if you get to the end, then if you get all the upgrades, then you can just rattle off all the achievements. It's got a pretty hefty TA. I think it's got a sort of 3,000 for the total TA. So it might be worth doing for GTSC because I think if I can just keep plugging away... Um, I could store those off and keep them back for a bit. Okay. In fact, we've had a question from Tracy Gill uh, at Northern Lass on, on Twitter. Do you have a short-term or long-term strategy for GTSC, such as holding back higher-value achievements for later stages? Jack! We've got a, a very, very short-term, well, I suppose <laughs> kind of long-term. I've got one achievement that I can hold back. <laughs> we have an emergency one achievement. Yeah, which is Heroes. It's a good one, though. So it's Clicker it Heroes, the final achievement for getting to zone 3,600, and it's worth 950 TA, yeah. and I've got that ready to pop yeah. whenever we need it. So, so that, that should get us out of a hole, but that's the extent of our strategy at the moment. Yeah. It's like a bonus almost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, you're playing with Treasy. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing this week? Uh, right, so... Uh, I saw this on your Twitter feed and <laughs> I asked immediately, what is this? <laughs> I, you said I had to wait, so I've, I've been excited about this moment for my, for my whole week. <laughs> Jump, step, step. This Tell sounds like a Connect game. title. <laughs> <What's> this? <laughs> it's, um, right, it, this, if you play it with the walkthrough, it's a quick completion. It took me uh, under an hour. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Um, if you played it naturally, it's like a puzzle game, so you're probably going to be at it for a long time. <laughs> it's basically, do you remember when you were at, like when I was at school, we used to have like BBC computers with like a green screen. Yes. And you yes. could, there was like one thing where you could program something to go up, down, left, right, up, down. I don't know, you'd get like a line drawing around your screen. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's kind sure, of like, like a puzzle platformer, but you're doing that. So you've got this little character, and it's like a grid-based map, and there's like pitfalls and things that you can fall down and die. And you tell this little character these like options. It starts off the first level. You just got an option to like go forward and turn, and you kind of command chain these commands together to go to pick mm-hmm. you know a certain point on this grid-based map. And then later on, as it gets a bit more advanced, you add in jumps. And then there's like pauses you can program in, and you can program looping of you know certain commands and stuff. And it's pretty like we're doing the guide. It's totally simple because somebody's just put photographs of each level and the commands he's used. Or okay, so you're literally sorry. just typing in the commands. Yes, you just program these in, and it does it. But some of the achievements are like do this certain level in say 15 or less moves, and you've got to add pauses in and jumps at a specific time there's different types of pauses and then there'd be like there's a part where a piece of the map that you stand on will rotate and then you've got a program if it's facing one way do this if it's facing another way do this if it's facing another way do this so it can be quite complicated but with that i reckon you probably have some fun out of it you know if you played it properly like it sounds, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like a visual programmer. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm going to buy it. It's it, it, six pounds thirty nine or eight bucks. Yeah. Um, uh, there is an achievement for playing it without dying. Oh. So if you do want to do it, if you do want to do it, you know, on your own, you probably are going to die because there's going to be a lot of trial and error. So. So once you've died once, is that it? Yeah, you screwed for that achievement. That achievement's gone. Yeah, you you can't. Oh, okay. And the map is all kind of pitfalls and there's like uh, traps where once you walk on a certain thing, you'll have to wait a bit of time for like this other bit to rise or if you if not, you'll fall off and die and stuff. So you, if you're doing it trial and error, there's no way that you go through it because it adds new things in all the time that you wouldn't know about. So mm-hmm. Okay. Catch well, 22 with that it, one. So that's... Uh... That's a spare thousand for us, Jack. That's our long-term strategy. Sort of <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that sounds all right. Actually, it actually sounds quite fun. <laughs> quite interested in playing that properly. I didn't know anything about it. I just used because me and Treasy were doing the. There was a bonus this week for getting six thousand gamer score. Oh, okay. So we thought we'll do that. So I've been playing The Walking Dead, which obviously is four thousand gamer score for that. So I've been plodding through that and got like sixteen hundred in that. Treasy did Plus a few. thousand in that. So I needed a thousand for jump step steps. So I just looked, you know, the quickest, easiest, and that that was up there. So I didn't know anything about it, but it reminded me there was like a Google Doodle, do you know, little things they put on the Google homepage. Yeah, yeah. There was one doing this like a similar thing not long ago. So yeah, quite fun. I might I might even play it again, you know, with a just experiment. Just for see. fun. Yeah, it was. It, it's interesting. You in, you insane man, <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Sorry, I was having a swig of tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're very professional on this show. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, back on Metal Gear Solid again. So I'm loving absolutely it. loving this game. Yeah, I think I've put um, 60 hours into it so far. Wow. I started it just before the uh, New Year. So. But it's uh, I finished the first chapter of the game. I got super confused because I finished, I got to story mission 31 and then it 
kind of popped up with this big cutscene and it said, come in in chapter two. <laughs> I was thinking, hang on a second. There's not a second copy of this game, is there? Wow. And it turned out that they've just split the main game into two big chapters, but then you've got missions within those chapters and chapter two is in this game. Okay. So that was kind of confusing. Any any chance of the completion, do you think? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to take a little while. Um, you've got to complete all of the side ops in it. Right. And I've only just hit kind of 25% of those done, I think. Okay. I've been doing quite a lot, so there's kind of 150 to 160 of those, I think. Whew. I can remember. Uh, okay, I just um, I just checked how much it is, and um, although the main game itself is £42, you can mm -hmm. get the bundle, which includes that and Metal Gear uh, Solid Five Ground Zeroes, for only £25, which sounds like a deal. Yeah, I actually got that on sale. It was uh, over Christmas for digital sales. I had it at 18 quid. For both games? So for both games, yeah, That's the excellent. collector's edition. So well worth that. Definitely cool. got my money's worth already. But, and then apart from that, I've been on uh, back on Dead Island Riptide. So finished off the co-op in that. And all the collectibles, all the stories, all the side quests. And it's just a couple of miscellaneous achievements, isn't it? Okay. So but, is, he, is it noticeably Japanese or is it uh, No, it's all in English. Yeah. Um, Weird. So okay. it's just uh, more achievements for doing the same stuff. <laughs> cool. TA Playlist. February's game. The voting is open. Uh, the games are Mad Max. Rise, Son of Rome, Saints Row 4, and Titanfall 2. I think that is a strong, strong lineup this month. Mm. Um, I have no idea who's going to win. I very much enjoyed what I played of Mad Max, although I haven't played it. I haven't finished it by any stretch of the imagination. Same with Rise. I think I'm probably a long way through Rise. I'd quite like to finish that off, actually. I think my vote goes to Rise, because it's one that came out with the Xbox title. One. I yeah, picked yeah. it up as a launch title, played it for a bit, and then I've kind of put it down and not gone back to it. Have they 4 k so. that up? I don't think so. That's quite a long time ago, I suppose. So. Yeah, no, they haven't. Uh, I, I, let's have a look. No, I they think haven't. I'm going to guess Rise wins because it was a Games with Gold title, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay. okay. Yeah, not not uh, not too long ago. So my guess is that. But I finished that. And Titanfall one, so. Two is just amazing. Best yeah. shooter of that year by far. Um, so yeah, great. Get over there and vote. I'm I'm happy to play all those. Apart from Sanctuary Four, I sort of lost interest with Sanctuary games. I don't think Sanctuary Four was particularly good. Um, it peaked with two. That was the best one. Three, three was three. I think really? three was yeah, good. Two yeah. was like the open world, like GTA. Yeah. Like all the... I played the entire game in co-op, so that's why it was a blast. It went from kind of serious to yeah, just jokey, didn't it? Fun, Scott. Yeah. Then four, didn't you get superpowers and you yeah. could yeah, fly yeah, and stuff? Yeah. Okay, let's go to regular news, Dave. All right. So uh, Xbox Game Pass for February, we're going to get eight new additions. And there is also going to be two titles leaving. So leaving, we're going to get Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is leaving, and WWE 2K16, so they'll be leaving on 31st of Jan. And then February, we're going to get Darksiders 2, Definitive Edition, <laughs> uh, Halo Wars 2, Letter Quest, Grimm's Journey Remastered, NBA 2K17, Rhyme, Riptide, GP Renegade, and WWE 2K17, and also Fable Anniversary. There's some good titles in there. Yeah. That's um, not too bad. If they're going to remove the old WWE game and add in the new one, that's... Uh, that sounds fair, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit of a bargain, that. Good. Okay. Obviously, we've moved into the second half of the month, so there's uh, new games with gold available. 
Uh, on the Xbox One, we've got Zombie, which I think that was like the old Wii U exclusive that they then brought over, set in London, zombie game. Okay, any good? I th- I've never played it. I think our review gave it kind of like a, an all right score. An all right game. Our site review, oh no, two and a half out of five. Our site oh. review. It's got a about three and a half from user votes, yeah. but it's got a nice high TA. So if you're in the GTSC, it could be yeah, nearly four thousand. Four thousand TA for that. One. On the 360, and of course back and pat, we've got Army of Two. There was a bit of fuss where only the American store had. So I've got a story. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this and I was like, oh, normally now I get into the habit of just as soon as I see them change on the homepage, click on the download button, bosh, away I go. So I did that, but we were only showing the US version, so there's an EU separate version of Army of Two. So I went to the US one and I tried to buy it and it just kept erroring, getting a 404. So then I was like, search for the EU one. And I was doing this on my phone uh, in the middle of the night. As I, as I do sometimes. And um, I bought it. I was like, gosh, sweet. And they got to work. And then um, I realised I had that email in my inbox that I'd paid £15 for it. <laughs> so um, I contacted... It's the first time I've ever contacted Microsoft Chat. Uh, and they were really good. They refunded it. And they said, yeah, it should have been... The EU one should have gone on. Uh, I think it has been added now. It has been added. I think it was potentially just a bit later with the time zone differences and oh, stuff. Okay, but... yeah, I had to do it in the middle of the night. So, yes, I got it for free and they let me keep the game, which is good. So, uh, well done, Microsoft Support. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, we they've found a couple of deals this week. Unfortunately, one finished. It was gold six months for a really discounted price. But there is another one available now. If you buy a three-month gold subscription at the normal price, they'll email yeah, well, email or send you over the Xbox Live or something, a code for an additional three months free. So you can obviously either use that yourself or give it to a friend. Yes, nice. Yeah, I've done uh, that. I haven't given it to a friend yet. Oh, worth noting that if you do buy it, they'll send the codes out in March, I think, beginning of yeah, March. Yeah, 15th of March, it said back. Okay. Um, and it's only a limited time, so... There's no indication of how long. While stocks last, last. <laughs> yeah. so this as well. <laughs> so I did notice as well when when this one came around and I went to the store, the six month option had totally gone. Oh. So I wonder so if you they had... get three months for a year. Yeah, that's interesting. That's probably to stop people accidentally thinking they need to choose six months for this deal. Yeah, that's a good point yeah. actually. So get on that. There's a, a link to the store in the story, and you can go and get that discount if you like. Do it. I think oh, it's all major regions as well, isn't it? It was like US, Canada, UK, Yeah, but it's only France, one Germany. per person. You can't stack. Account, you can't yeah. buy loads of three months and get loads of three months. Three. Which is a shame. It, it does. If you've got an Xbox One there, it ties to the account and to the home console of that account, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So anybody on your console will be able to use the gold and benefit from it if you have got multiple people using it. Mm-hmm. If you rent your console out to strangers every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This week's site competition, we're giving away a code for Halo 5 Guardians. Nice. So, uh, I need to finish that game. To, it's forward, trueachievers.com forward slash competitions. And enter that there for a chance to win. Bookmark it, weekly competitions. Go, go, go. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 this week got its uh, Xbox One X enhanced update. So it's now 4K, fully 4K. It was already had the HDR stuff. Has anyone downloaded this yet? I have. I haven't played it yet. It, 
yeah, I've set mine downloading this morning, so I am looking forward to playing this a bit over the weekend. I still haven't okay. finished the main game of Forza Horizon 3. It yeah, just seems to... Jesus. I know, I need to get back into it and do it. Yeah. Um, but apparently it looks fantastic, but it's not 60 frames a second, according to Digital Frown. No, it's still uh, 30, isn't it? Yeah, um, but it does look pretty. I did see a Reddit post this morning saying that there is another patch going out for it soon, potentially. Oh, interesting. So I don't know if that fixes... Oh, I think there was some problems with some uh, people having especially dark screens. I, th- I, I don't understand it. I've seen quite a few people saying, you know, some TVs with the HDR, mm-hmm. dark makes it way too dark. And it, it's not just on this. I think it's on quite a few games that I've seen people saying this. So uh, I think that's going to fix that. But the update was relatively small. Cause, you know, it's, it's How was it? I was expecting 4K. it to be massive. No, it was like 680 megabytes. Oh, okay. No problem at all. But the, uh, this was a game that was obviously playable on the Windows 10 PCs as well. Yes. So I'm wondering if this game, because it was uh, a play anywhere, if the original game already had a lot of those 4K assets in. Assets, yes. Because I know when, uh-huh. we spoke to, when we spoke to him and said, like, are you going to, I think it was when we were speaking to Grant, and they, they didn't say anything about, yes, it was confirmed, but he said they work with 4K assets anyway, you know, for like the in-car yeah, viewing yeah. files. Yeah, exactly. Are, yeah, because well, you look um, at the seven, they share assets anyway, don't they? I suppose it was on the PC as well, wasn't it? It was cross-platform. Um, so the PC would have probably had settings to up the textures to yeah, 4K if they were available. So, well, I'm not listening, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But I think as well, because it's a, it's a one you can play on the PC as well. Do you know so, what? <laughs> I think they might have had 4K assets in the PC version. <laughs> I reckon that might have been made it easier. Yep. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of playground games, um, there seems to be some kind of weight gathering around the rumours of them actually working on Fable 4. It's still something that I don't really believe at this point, but Eurogamer, obviously a respectable publication, they said that they've got some sources who've told them that Playground are working on Fable 4. Obviously, they opened up a new studio for an action RPG. Yeah, we all knew there was an action RPG in the works yeah. from Playground Studio 2. We all knew that they had employed quite a lot of respected people from across different uh, companies and, and built a whole, they've all bought a whole new location for the studio. It's still in Leamington Spa, but it's in a separate building. Um, and we knew there's a lot of excitement and, and hype around although they're not saying anything publicly about what they're working on. I'm surprised about this. Uh, I, I, like you, I was very sceptical that they would be working on Fable 4. I just thought it was something new that they were working on. I got that impression. Yeah. Because um, they were talking so, In fact, wasn't it originally announced things. as a brand new IP? I'm sure it was originally announced that they were working on a brand I new IP. I think some people went back through some job listings or something and it was announced as a new IP originally and then that got altered and they removed that wording. Because mm. right. I, I seem to recall, because we, we get on quite well with Playground and speaking to them and stuff and and so them talking about finding a publisher for the game and stuff like that that's what but i suppose if they were they could have quickly changed over if they got offered the chance to do this yep. and have a big budget it's entirely possible stuff. that they were working on something else and then it was suggested that they should work on fable 4 and the deal was right and that's what they've decided to do it's entirely possible 
So we've got a question about this anyway. It's actually going to be our question of the week from Philip, who's at Mustachio Nut. Uh, my question is regarding the announcement of Mainly Fable. because of that. <laughs> my question is regarding an announcement of a Fable revival, and do you think it's in the best interest of the franchise that Xbox has hired a company to develop it with no prior experience with the genre, or no team members who previously worked on the series? That's a great question. So we're going to assume at this point that the rumour is true, otherwise this question is nonsense. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not a massive Fable fan. Everyone knows I don't really like RPGs. I did play a bit of Fable 2, I believe, uh, which was okay. I just get bored wandering around waiting for like text to appear above people's heads. Mm-hmm. Does that not annoy you? I find that annoying. Um, and there's no guns in it or cars, <laughs> which immediately seems to think that the playground would not be the obvious studio uh, for f- to take this on exactly as the question suggests however as i said earlier it's not just they're not just taking all their forza horizon team uh, and moving them across to make a fable game uh, this is they have employed some pretty respected people across the industry from different companies um so it's not like they've, they've got people with no prior experience of the genre working on the game they will definitely have people that have worked on rpgs before yeah um, and as far as no team members that previously worked on the series, I'm not sure we know that as fact either. I'm guessing that they would have tried to get some Lionhead, ex-Lionhead people in if they are working on Fable, just for the continuity as much as anything. You you want someone with the knowledge of the of the games that have previously happened. So I don't know that that's necessarily true. Yeah. The one thing we can be reasonably sure on is the people at the top of Playground know what they're doing when it comes to producing top quality games. You know, Horizon is a is a, a, a massive success and for very good reason. And those guys, those guys do know what they're doing. And although there's not going to be, um, I imagine, a load of the Horizon team working on it, certainly the people at the top and the ones steering the ship are experienced in developing a top AAA game. So I have hopes for it. It's not, you know, if I was choosing for them to write a game, I wouldn't have chosen Fable from a personal point of view because as I say I'm not a massive fan of the series but I would definitely play it if it's got a playground logo on it <laughs> irrespective of what it is um, I'll give it a go and, and and see if I like it because they will definitely bring something new to that series and that that's arguably what it needs anyway yeah. um, have either of you two played any of the, play, of the Fable games? yeah I played Fable 2 and Fable 3 oh okay yeah. what's your opinion Jack? um I think I'm similar to you. It's, it seems like an odd choice initially to pick a studio. Um, obviously, but again, um, just speculating that it's true. But it we seems like an odd choice. Yeah, it's, makes sense, unfortunately. It's, it's an odd um, choice. But again, if you're going to pick a studio like that, rather than take a half step towards another genre, why not just jump in with both feet into something else entirely? As you say, they've got a team and they're building a team that are going to be competent to build the game. So apparently they've got people that have worked on GTA and people who worked on like big open world games. Horizon itself is a pretty massive open worldy game. I mean, they yeah, and can do I, that, they? I think they can probably take maybe take some of the tech from that as well and feed into this. So we've already got a really kind of solid basis to build a good game. Um, it's, it's an interesting choice again, and I think it could, uh, it will hopefully could be very good, go very well. 
We're uh, still a couple of years away from seeing anything, so it's not. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably suggest that we wait until we see that first trailer before anyone gets mm-hmm. too upset or excited. Um, yeah. So we'll from see. Microsoft point of view, though, I think it probably makes sense to know if they did what I do. Like, there's obviously a, a studio who's looking to do something new mm-hmm. who they've worked with. They've obviously got a good relationship with Playground. They obviously know what kind of quality and the like, the work ethic and stuff that they put into yeah, the game. Exactly. So. It's a fantastic. I mean, we've been up to the studio and it is an amazing place to work. They, they look after their stuff a lot, and um, yeah. it looks like a really fun place to be. So I, I imagine that, and you can see that in the quality of the the product. It's a fun game yeah. to play because it's a fun. It's, you know, people have had fun when they've been working on it. So yeah, they're enthusiastic and passionate about all the kind of aspects of it. And that all yeah. comes together. If you've got a team that don't don't really enjoy what they're working on, it's not going to work, is it? Yeah, and you can imagine that this is a pretty exciting moment for them if whatever it is that they're making, because they've mm-hmm. been making Horizon for six, seven years now, and any opportunity to make something different that they've probably imagine how many times they've discussed working on a game that doesn't have cars in it. It's probably quite a lot. <laughs> so it's great that they've got the opportunity to do that, and I'm, I certainly can't wait to see what it is. Great you, question, though. Thank you. I'll get in touch with you on Twitter, and you can have a pick of games from our big long list. Or sack, should I say? <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins, the first proper DLC for it, comes out next week. It's the hidden ones. Uh, I think there's what I see about six, seven achievements we picked up for it. It's looking quite good. I can't wait to play it. Are you gonna try and complete the DLC as well? Or are you just going for? The I'll see how I get on. <laughs> well, there's okay. So there's caveats in any DLC that comes out for a big title <laughs> if you are playing GTA SC. So the way GTA SC works, for those that aren't aware that are playing, um, your score resets every week. Your TA score resets every week, and your score gain or loss throughout the next week is what counts for that leaderboard for the next week. So. The problem comes if you're playing a piece of DLC from a massive title like Assassin's Creed. There is such a thing as TA Decay. So if I play the Hidden Ones now, and for some reason, although it's not out, do you say it's out next week? 23rd, yeah, but there's a lot of people already. There's 237 already playing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the TA, even though it's only a 210 gamer score DLC pack, is currently 1100 TA. So if I was to start playing this today, and complete it as a quarter of the people that have started it have, in fact, more than that, third of the people, um, that will decay. That th- Although I'll get 1,100 today, by the time everyone else starts playing it, that's going to come right down to probably around 500, I'd guess. So that's immediately a minus 600 penalty for me next week. Um, so I will wait until the DLC scores level out a bit, uh, which normally takes a couple of weeks, depending on how long the DLC is to complete. And then I might consider it. I mean, I am quite enjoying it. It is just a bit grindy for me at the moment. I'm skipping every single cutscene and every single piece of dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to get through it as quickly as I can. But I'm quite enjoying... I mean, the combat's all right. It's not brilliant. I'm enjoying taking on like the... You know, sometimes you've got to get into a massive fort and there's a gazillion hard dudes everywhere. And you've got to try and... Sorry, what game was this? This is something else. So, yeah, no. Sounds like your Friday <laughs> evening. Assassin's Creed Origin is what I've been playing. I think I got to rock this game. Um, <laughs> it's hard. There's big hard fellas all over the shop. I know you got to sneak up behind them. <laughs> um, that's what I'm enjoying. The sort of sneaky sneaky, which is not normally something I particularly enjoy. But um, I'm okay. all over that. Because this is going to be horrible to listen to. Apologies <laughs> out there. This is a PG. <laughs> 
Um, so yes, in the answer to your question, rewind. Oh, it's only six pounds as well. Yeah, uh, right. if you got oh. the season pass, it's obviously free. I think oh, I, I haven't got that. I'll so, how many packs it. are we expecting in total? I think there's three been announced. Okay. Okay. How much is the season pass? Is it worth picking that up instead? Do you get a bit of a discount if you? Uh... You normally do, don't you? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure. I got like the gold edition with the review. Luckily, so I don't oh. have to pay for it. <laughs> nice. So, do you not get early access with the season pass? No, I mean, traditionally, they just come out when they come out, unless you get, like, an unlock code or something. But uh, there's obviously something going on, considering there's so many people playing it already. There's... Um, oh, I should talk about it. While we're talking about Ubisoft, I was there on Tuesday. All right. <laughs> I've been playing some Far Cry 5. Okay. Uh, which is good. It's hard, though. I'm going to talk about hard things again. That game is hard. <laughs> I died a lot doing the same mission over and over again. Uh, but once I finally cleared that mission... It's a massive open world. It's even using the same icons. I felt so familiar having played Assassin's Creed <laughs> Origins a lot this week. I was like, oh, I don't know where I've got to go. There's a, there's a little yellow diamond icon that I need to follow. Um, but uh, cool music. like It's all like gospel and everyone knows that like it's got sort of Christian, mm-hmm. lots of um, religious cults in the game. Yeah. So there's like gospel music on all the radios. Um the cars are great fun. There's one called the Widowmaker that I had to drive around. We're going to get a video... Um, hooked up today hopefully although it's a half a gig 4k file that we've got a half a terabyte (laughs) 4k file that we've got to edit down which has taken some time um but yeah awesome fun playing that game i've got an hour and a half with the single player and about half an hour on the co-op really really good fun so i'm looking forward to getting that when it comes out but yeah far cry 5 was good thanks to ubi for having us over a video should go up uh, either today or monday hopefully depending on how long it takes us to copy that file across the drive good Okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah, this was last... the story that's received the most comments per views uh, <laughs> so far in this week. Yeah, last story this week is uh, Microsoft have hired or uh, promoted a new, I guess he's head of Microsoft Studios called Matt Booty, which gives you an indication as to why the story's got so many comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're looking for serious business-related chat don't bother reading the uh matt booty story if you're looking for puns on people's bottoms uh that's your place to go uh, got uh, so, so. so obviously before uh phil spencer became the big head of xbox he looked after kind of all the first party studios and stuff like that uh this guy he was previously working for mine on minecraft He's now got the promotion to be in charge of all the Microsoft Studios. That's Rare and the Coalition and Turn 10, 343, and obviously oversee their upcoming projects. And then obviously look at, hopefully, expanding those studios and looking after new games. So hopefully it's a positive move. Yeah. Uh, We had a question on this as well, didn't we? Yes, we did, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is from Michael, uh, I guess that's Chiasen. Uh What sort of impact do you think the Minecraft exec that was brought up by Phil Spencer to fill his role will have for future Xbox first-party games? Okay, so um, this story uh, came with a load of quotes from um, VentureBeat, uh, with an in- which was included in an interview uh, with Phil Spencer himself. And I can't actually find the quotes now, but I was reading some last night saying that um, they were aware of the meme, <laughs> he put it as he put it, that of Microsoft having no first-party games or no exclusive 
first-party content, or very little first-party content, and uh, they don't like it, and they're working on it. So I think, I don't know how much impact directly Matt Booty will have on any of this, but I know that Microsoft as a whole and Xbox as a platform are investing in that stuff. And I know it seems like it's taking forever <laughs> to, for us to see a, any fruits of that work. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that E3 this year, although I'm, I think I've probably said this every year, <laughs> <Yeah. possibly> <laughs> we will see some new IP, some new exclusive Xbox IP, um, at least even if it's in like really early stages. And to be fair, Sony do that a lot. They put like a <laughs> completely CGI, like 10 second with extreme close-ups of a bit of someone's skin and then the whole world goes nuts for it. <laughs> um, even though nothing's going to appear for like four years. Yeah. Um, I imagine we'll see some of that stuff at E3. So at E3 this year, now that Scorpio or Xbox One X is out the way, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah, I think I saw something similar about last year was about, you know, the X and this year's about the games. So I think it will be. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we've, we've, I feel like a broken record saying this every year because <laughs> we're always a little bit disappointed by it, aren't we? But yeah. they've got, they're, they're aware of it and they must be fed up with it. Plus, as a business decision, they've got to invest some money in it because that is the joke. They, the old joke was the PS4 is more powerful than the Xbox One. They've, they've addressed that. They've sorted that now. So the new joke is they haven't got any games <laughs> so, yeah. or at least exclusive games. I mean, they've got tons of cross platform games and they're all brilliant and that's all great but it'd be nice for them to have some proper brand new ip rather than just relying on halo gears and forza every year agreed and i don't know what matt booty will what impact he will have on any of that stuff because i don't i don't really know that much about him um but the fact that they've put someone into that position i mean it's interesting that no one's been filling that position since phil spencer was promoted to head of xbox yeah Definitely. I don't so. know. I don't know when that was. That must have been a few years ago now. So they've been sort of rudderless in in that department before before now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it sounds like a positive move. Okay. Um, thank you, Michael, for the question. Uh, back compact news. Finally, we got some back compact news, Jack. Woohoo! Two batches this week as well. Double so, batch. Double batch. On Tuesday, we had Far Cry Two, Sniper Elite V Two, and Driver San Francisco. We'll go back compact. And yesterday, on Thursday, we had Magic for Gathering, Jewels of the Plains, Walkers 2013. Uh, Magic for Gathering, Jewels of the Planeswalkers, and Jewels of the Planeswalkers 2014. <laughs> yeah, all the magic. All the magic. All the magic, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'd just like to shout out for Far Cry 2 and Driver San Francisco, which are both belting games. Well worth playing again if you um, haven't finished them on Back Compat or... Yeah, there's there's one thing about Driver San Francisco as well that that's been delisted from the store, so the only way you can play that is with a physical copy. Or I've actually got already own it as a. If you want to buy a copy of Driver San Francisco for a mere thousand pounds, <laughs> I, I did see a post on Reddit somebody suggesting that that was fixed now and you might be able oh. to download it. Okay, so. Right, give I, it a bash if you like it. Worth, worth a look on the marketplace still, just in case. Okay. okay, we have so we've scattered liberally some questions through. It's like we actually done some preparation today. <laughs> quite, quite incredible. I feel we've peaked already. Uh, probably downhill from here. Uh, we do have a few questions left, though, Dave. What else is in the mailbag? 
Yeah, I just want to say thanks to all the questions. There was probably about 35 this week we got, so wow. sorry if you didn't answer this week, but keep sending them in. We will try our best. Well, most um, of them are saying, where's Rich? Yeah. Where's Rich? <laughs> yeah. Probably 34 of them were that, weren't they? Just um, to say yes. From Nicholas Woodbeard, do you think that the new Avatar update will have any impact on achievements? Uh, he loved it when earning an achievement also unlocked an Avatar item. Okay, and then sort of related to that, we had a question from Chob. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, with the upcoming overhaul of the achievement system on Xbox, will TA also have a new structure? Okay, so um, I'm going to reach out to the achievement department at Xbox and find out a bit more about the achievement system. Um, that leak that Windows Central covered uh, was an early... Well, obviously, it was very early because it wasn't even in the alpha build at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of screenshot uh, which didn't give us a great deal of information so i'm going to try and find out a bit more i don't think it's like an overhaul of the achievement system per se i don't I think, think it's more an extension isn't it it's exactly jack so it's more of an extension so they will be highlighting um non-gamer score related stuff i think is best the way to put it so um if you play Call of Duty and Call of Duty only they want to they want to highlight the fact that you haven't just 1000 the game they want to they want to bring in some other related things and um, other rewards that are tied to stuff in the game that's just not achievements. So mm-hmm. we will, of course, um, do our best to bring you that and integrate it into the site if we can. Uh, I imagine we probably will be able to. Uh, but I just want to check exactly how that's going to work because I imagine at this stage um, it's not finalised. Even when it hits the alpha ring, it won't be the final version as we discover mm-hmm. the rare achievement stuff. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, I will be speaking to them to try and find out a bit more. Um, the avatar question is a cool idea. I mean, avatars are, are fine, but if you're just if you're winning a, a new avatar T-shirt, that's great. But how often do you actually see your avatar? Like it used to be fully integrated into the dashboard. You know, you I sign think in. If they are dude. bringing a little bit of integration back now, because rather than your gamer picture on your profile, you can set it to display your avatar instead. Yeah. Which is fine, um, and that's cool. But it was good, wasn't it? Good so when that you could play them, play games with them, like the Connect stuff, mm. Connect Sports. You could import them into that. I I vaguely remember that there was a game that looked like it was going to be using them, that was announced. I can't remember what that was. Kathleen's I think three just recently got announced, didn't it? So that used the um, avatars originally. Which sorry, which one? World of Kathleen's. Oh uh, yes. yeah, World of Kathleen's. And I knew Kathleen's got like revealed. On Twitter, was it like last week, the week before? And they've, mm, they've, obviously, was... they've obviously pushed the stuff at last E3 with like the, do you know, where you, anybody could dress in any clothes and there was like the wheelchairs and the prosthetic limbs and, yeah. you know, I don't think the wheelchairs stuff, have but... ever materialised, have they? Yeah, but that, that yeah, update was going to come in the fall and then they said they were okay. still working on it. So I think there's going to be a big revamp of. Is that awesome? Yeah. It was going to come in the fall, and then they, they said that they were pushing it back because they wanted to make it better still. So I think there's going to be a big change with avatars. I can see mm. them being a lot more prominent at some point. Well, if that okay. does happen, then I, I'm all over earning avatar items during games. I think that's a quality idea. I, I have missed that. They, it was barely used. Remember, you used to get gamer picks as well. Yeah. Like on the yeah. 360. Uh, you still do get gamer picks, um, in a sense, because you unlock achievements and some of them have pictures attached as rewards. Okay, yeah, I don't see and it if very often, though. Got those, I think 
you can add them to your trophy case on the Xbox. Okay. Or use them as your background or whatever. Well, like, yes, was, you can definitely you knew do Years ago, was it? I think if you got seriously on Gears, there was like that white Omen gaming pick that you got for doing that. And you knew anybody who had that had like done the, the, the series yeah, list. Well so. cool. Nowadays, anybody can get any picture and just install it, can't they, and have it as the gamer pick. Yeah. I could have yeah, a picture of Dave as my gamer yeah. pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, my, <laughs> my son turned on his right. Xbox the other day, and one of the kids who's a friend had taken a picture of his teacher and put that as his Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Lord, there's coming, man. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what you were going to say then. Kids a teacher. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that while that's bad, it's not as bad as what I had in my head. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, last question for this week is from New Wave Father. And he asks, when are we getting a $70 cardboard attachment to the Xbox? <laughs> so, if you've been sleeping under a rock this last few days, you may have missed, or you just don't care about Nintendo at all, which some people don't. Uh, you may have missed uh, an announcement, a video trailer that, that was released on a couple of days ago, maybe even early yesterday, uh, for something called Labo, or Labo, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> Let's go with Labo. Um, which is uh, something that I've never seen before. I recommend you go and watch the video, and then, like me, you'll be confused as to what it actually is. Um, so after I watched the video, I was like, I have no idea what this is, but it looks sort of cool, but I'm not interested. And then I read up about it, because there was a few UK um, newspapers and publications that were allowed to go and get actually hands-on with this stuff. And once I actually read a lot more about it, I want to I order one immediately. It's basically a cardboard... T- uh, toy kit so the cardboard comes um cut out or you can just press out the cardboard cutouts um and you can assemble various different bits and bobs different tools and toys like a, there's like a piano there's a, a remote control car um and you assemble them all up and then you get your switch and you take the joy cons from the edges and you put them somewhere into the slots provided and you put the screen on another bit and then it turns into a different thing like a like a, a remote control car or the piano the keys that you've just built actually work and play you can play music on it and it looks absolutely amazing i don't know how it, i don't know how it works it just looks like a really cool thing to do if you've got kids or you're uh, interested in like building stuff it looks it looks a brilliant thing to do with children i'm gonna i literally it, buying one so that i can play play with daisy with it because i think it's gonna be brilliant i think it's it just adds another kind of level of immersion it's real world immersion instead which is something that like a game usually just sitting in front of a screen but yeah. having something physically that you can build and then that sense of accomplishment especially for a young child as well like building up the cardboard templates customizing the cardboard templates as well yeah so it comes with a load of stickers you can color everything in um it looks really cool so i recommend watch the video then you'll probably be confused like i am so try and read up a bit about it there was a good thing in the guardian there was a good thing in the telegraph i think nintendo life did a did a thing on it too um if you've got kids i recommend having a look at it and you've got a switch already it seems like a no-brainer uh mm-hmm. 70 in the states we don't know uk pricing yet um i but... saw one pop up on a retailer for i think it was 55 pounds yeah that sounds about right so Sorry. i think i mean it's the price of a game but you've got five, effectively five toy kits in there to build, and all of them are different. I think you get a lot more of, out of it than you would for a, a £55 game. So I think it's a bit of a steal. And I know it's people are going to say it's just a bit of cardboard. Why are you spending £55 on some cardboard? Um, but it's obviously the interaction, and it's all pressed and 
you know, the instructions. It's like, it's like arguing about the cost of Lego being so expensive when it's just a bit of plastic. The the efforts in the design. But yeah, I think it looks cool. And I don't think we're ever going to get one on Xbox. And I don't, I mean, that doesn't bother me at all. It's a different market. And Hopefully not. That's fine. <laughs> so I'm getting know, one for my Switch. you know Switch. you bought a Switch for however many pounds an hour, yep. to play an hour of Breath of Wild. So now you're going to spend another 50 quid. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I get some more out of it at the moment. I've got 400 pounds worth of an hour. Paperweight. Yeah. Look out for Richard's review yeah. and all the pieces have snapped when he's taken them out. And <laughs> yeah, he's no, that's he's probably torn true. the cardboard by yeah. accident. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy's got a drink on it and ruined <laughs> She's very delicate with how she does stuff, so I'm not worried about it all getting broken until I sit I, on it inadvertently. Probably. I was thinking, I was watching it and thought it's a pretty, it's a cool idea, but I just thought my kids like uh, every time we've ever tried to build something, it's disintegrated and ended up yeah, in no, tears. That's fair. So I, I, I just I couldn't do fifty quid. <laughs> 50 quid I don't know. Well, well I'll, I'm really going to buy one. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, but uh, so there was like a separate kit as well, where there was like a guy, a robot he, thing. Yeah, but that's like a separate kit on its own, in it? And it had like, a, yeah, know, like elastic bands thing. and stuff in the I back. I know, very weird. And... Now, I'm going to go with the variety pack. That's the £55 one. Um, the fishing rod, see was that, that in that? Oh, yeah, fishing rod was in that. You get very tension strange. on that, apparently, don't you? Like it actually. I don't know. I just Yeah, that, that's got bands in it and stuff. And somehow, the game and whatever, somehow it has like realistic tension on it. Do you know when you... Really it's just fish. like fishing, real fishing. Realistic tension <laughs> on your fishing rod. It's yeah. not Frazier. Amazing. I'd pay 55 pounds for real. This podcast distends into. <laughs> right, new achievement list. Come on, Jack. Um, as always, we've had a few. Um, hey. So we had Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition, uh, which I think is the same list as the other Kerbal Space Program. How is yeah. it enhanced? It's, it works. I don't well. know. Yeah. It's got <laughs> more stuff. I think it worked. No, the first one released and then it got pulled from the store because it was such a mess, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not a game I play, but apparently it was... game preview first as well. This, this one's still sure. a bit weird. So this one you can access the debug menu. Uh, by entering the Contra code, and the debug menu doesn't disable achievements, so that gives you kind of unlimited resources, which I think makes it a bit easier. But it's still difficult to figure out what's going on unless you've played it before, I think. so. Yeah, apparently if you bought the, the previous version that got pulled from the store, though, this is free, so you get okay. a new version. Oh, that's cool. A new working version for free. That's neat. Then we had... Uh, Australian Open Tennis. Oh, is that out. what the AO stands for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 29 achievements. by that, like, appliance retailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, A, oh, let's go, that one. <laughs> Never heard of that. But... You don't watch TV, do you, Jack? No, I don't. That. Okay, um, then another ACA Neo Geo, Power Spikes 2, 12 achievements, Behold a Complete Edition with 48 achievements. Mutant Football League is out of game preview now. That's got 14 achievements, and it's not a very creative achievement list, I've got to say. It's just kind of get 50 kills, 100 kills, 1,000 kills, and it surprises so on. me that, because the Steam one, I'd like, you know, unlocking different teams and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. it looks easier than the Steam version, thankfully. Yeah. 
Um, then we had Pinstripe with 12 achievements, Overdriven Reloaded Special Edition with 70, 70 achievements. achievements. <laughs> Jeez. I know. 70? It's mental. Is it a driving game? Sounds like it should uh, be, but I don't think it is. Don't think it is. It is a... Oh, we don't have a genre for it yet. There's no it's like there. a space flyy game. I hope it's a twin okay. stick shooter, because that means Richie's Oh, I'll playing. get it. <laughs> twin roguelike twin stick shooter RPG. Oh, if it's roguelike, I won't get it. <laughs> okay, and then we had Famico with 20 achievements for a thousand game score. And DLC, it's been a bit quiet. We've only got the one, which is the Assassin's Creed Origins for Hidden Ones, which yes. comes out next week. Eight achievements for 210 game score. Currently 1100 TA. Hmm. Boom. Uh, brilliant. Okay, new releases. Um, what are the new releases? There are, well, are we? Middle of January. So uh, today we've got Mutant Football League, Behold a Complete Edition, Vesta, and The Aquatic Adventure of the Last Human. Wow, that's a cool title. Vesta looked quite good, I thought. Um, yeah. DLC for Assassins comes out on Tuesday. We also have OKKO OK Let's Play Heroes. Uh, Geo Neo Geo Shock Troopers is out next Thursday. And then Railway Empire, Monster Hunter World is the big one. Celeste. And Dragon Ball Fighter Z, also a big one, all or Fighter Z if you prefer, uh, all coming out next Friday. We are starting to get proper games coming out again. Mm-hmm. Railway Empire. Exciting. Yeah, are you going to get that, Dave? <laughs> Don't know. You know like, there's only so much simming I can do in a. Yeah, I was going to say you week. can like rail through your farms that you've built <laughs> Not the new, the new, <laughs> and buy the new your farming crops. sim actually has railways on it so I don't need to oh there you go <laughs> great we will be back next week we have another developer woohoo we have increased the development team by 50% over the last two weeks uh, which is exciting <laughs> he's called Ollie uh, what's his game tag Jack do you remember Hitman Ollie uh, yeah that's it. Hitman Ollie don't send him abuse on the site that would be terrible we don't want to put him off yet <laughs> yet <laughs> Um, which means it's good because it means we can spend some more time um, deving and bringing more features. We've got some cool stuff planned for this year. I don't want. We had a couple of questions asking what those are. I don't want to reveal any of them yet. But um, it's going to be a big year for TGN. We've got all sorts of stuff in the pipeline, including funky developments and all sorts of other things to look forward to. So um, yeah, enjoy it, um, Dave. How are your site help articles going? They're getting quite a lot of traction. Yeah, I think we got the. Third, is it? Yeah, the third one going up today. That's on sharing your achievements and things on Twitter. Okay, so social integration. Nice. Yeah, but there's um, quite we'll a few continue to bring them every week. Yeah, if you have any yeah, ideas, of like stuff that. you want to know yeah. about, just let us know. We've yes. Got the forums and achieve easy achievements and all kinds of stuff to come. Importing your friends from Xbox Live. Yeah. But you didn't even know you could do that. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, if you want to enter the competition this week, the same as the past few weeks, just jump in the comments of the podcast story. Leave us a comment in there. Let us know what you think about the $70 cardboard cutouts or something. Just leave something in there, and then we'll pick a winner next Friday. and send Something you... related to what we've been talking about. Yeah, so that we know that. you haven't let's... just seen the thread. Yeah, tell, us, gone, uh... tell us about the cardboard cutouts. And we'll just tell us something. <laughs> What you Tell us what are. the plural of Labo is. Because <laughs> I want to know. I don't think it's Labos. I'm just leaving that there. Right. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Catch you later. Bye.